This is the TVA Podcast. TVA, Todd Van Allen. He's a comedian. I don't care if you guys don't like that joke. I fucking love it. It's a math joke. <laughs> He's an actor. He drinks Canadian. He's from Portugal. Why is he so Russian suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> He's a man in love. That you know what it is? It's a wall of awesomeness with the sound of his own voice. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. You know, like, uh, double, double, please. The TVA Podcast starts now. Hey there, folks, and welcome to the TVA Podcast, episode 178, 178. Uh, here we are once again above the pub, but we are here at McVeigh's. Uh, not on a show night. We came in a little bit early, not as early as, uh, as a Monday, but still kind of, uh, still kind of out of sorts, but we're still, we're going with it. We're doing it. We're doing it to accommodate our guests. Let's bring him here in a second. Uh, but we have Darcy with us. Hello, Todd. How are you, sir? I'm a little heartburn. A little heartburn? Still working on uh, leftovers on the from Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I killed off all mine last night. I still had yeah. some for lunch today. I had. Uh, I made up a lovely pulled pork, as everyone remembers from the uh, from two episodes ago. Uh, it was a success. I, I kept, think so. I keep getting emails about it. I'm loving my crock pot. Three for three. <laughs> Three for three, I'm with this thing. I started with brisket. I went right out of the gate on the first recipe, and that went well. So then we tried ribs. Ribs, a uh, huge success. And uh, I had a lot of pulled pork last night. And uh, once again, never fails. I'm going to my dentist tomorrow. <laughs> and I thought for th- – I don't know what it is. For some reason, every time I go – before I get into the dental office, like a couple days before – I will, uh, something will happen in my mouth and I'll burn something. Like I'll get like a huge blistering. It's usually wings. This time it was pull, I was reheating the pulled pork last night. I says, Oh, I should try this. Sear, like just Molten a huge lava. fucking blister on the, on the roof of my mouth. So now he's going to look at me and go, Do you do this every time? <laughs> do you know when you do, when you're coming in? I, I do it for you. Do you clean your teeth before you go to the dentist? Because that's kind of like, my dad cleans his house before he has the cleaners come in. Right. Because he doesn't want them to think yeah. he's a slob. Yeah. You get the underwear off the TV. Yeah. yeah. I go straight after I eat pulled pork, actually. Get the, uh, I go straight to the yeah. dentist and go, get there. these have been here for months. Save them. Well, here's here's the thing. First of all, I'm going to bring you in in a second, but let's let's address this point. I, uh, I asked uh, the hygienist, because she's always got the mask on, obviously. I always wear that kind of like that drywalling mask that they always do. And there was one time that I think I, I had just come in from lunch or something like that, and I had had a salad and I didn't even think about it. It had a lot of garlic in it. And I was like, uh, and she's halfway through the cleaning, and, I'm, and it hits me. I go, and she, she's got, I go, and she's like, what? And I go, I'm sorry, by the way. She goes, about what? It goes, well, the smell must be absolutely god-awful for you. She's like, first of all, this mask, 99% of all odors, gone. And I was like, and secondly, you are not the worst I've ever had to deal with. And I'm like, right out of the gate, garlic, never. And she's like, yep. So I can't imagine what people are eating, what sort of cesspools of mouths. Well, they've got people with like abscesses and stuff like that. I'm sure those don't smell pleasant. No. I'm pretty sure. But I like to think, uh, and my, my dentist is a, is a testament to this. Every time the, the, the doctor comes and looks at it, he goes, uh, there's no money to be made here. And he uh, prescribes chocolate. Mm-hmm. And lollipops, uh, for me, uh, cause I, I try to floss, try to brush every day, you know, it's, you know, your teeth are fine. I, I do it. try. I do try your a little teeth bit. Good. I They're said, good. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, I will take your unprofessional opinion on that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you're, <laughs> I you're, was a dental hygienist. Are you serious? No. Okay. God damn. I was like you and, uh, P.O. Modi. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. How, f- how many of you guys are there out there? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, our guest this week, uh, if you didn't know from the show notes, from the intro, uh, we have with a luck, we're lucky to have him here. It's uh, it, no, we are because you are uh, jet setting tomorrow. We had to, we moved some things around, got you in here. Uh, been wanting you on the, on, uh, on this show for, uh, for quite a while. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, very funny man, Ron Jossel here. Thanks. <laughs> Are you cold? You got your jacket on still? Are you all right? Is yeah, that... I'm kind of cold. Yeah? Yeah. Being Samoan, I'm guessing that you're not adapting no, well to I, the cold. I, um, yeah, being right. from the tropics, <laughs> I'm going to have to wear this blanket. You're on. not Samoan. You just look, you're, 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 a, you're a burly fella. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could take a punch. You could give one. You know, I started comedy at 160 pounds. Really? And I'm 205. My heaviest was 245. But most of that's muscle. Uh, I've, I've been working out every year, yeah. so I, it probably is 10 to 15 pounds of right. muscle. So maybe if I lost all my weight again, it'd be 185. And a sleek 185. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You would be ripped. I would be ripped at 180. I think. Ripped. Whereas I'm just ripped every Thursday after about 18 
beers <laughs> at uh, at the show. So uh, you you just came in from the doctors. Yeah, everything's uh, everything's good. good everything's bill of good. I have diabetes, mm-hmm. but uh, I had to check how how the status was going. Right, and my blood sugar is normal. Mm-hmm. You know what? It wasn't normal a week ago. Um, you know how we were talking about cleaning your teeth before you go to the dentist. Yes, I pretty pretty much worked out before I went to the doctors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took one week off, and I, I literally went on the treadmill every single day to burn seven hundred calories. Only ate uh, chicken breast and salad for the mm-hmm. whole week. Right, like five small meals a day. Yeah, and he was like, "This is great," and he doesn't know next <laughs> week after all these buffets. Right, you know, I might even have a seizure. Right, you know, like it's- we'll we'll get into where you're going again in a second. But like, so as uh, now, are you uh, are you the type of diabetes where you have to take your blood every day and check your levels that way? You see, I, I, yeah. that's how bad of a diabetic I am. I don't even know. I don't, I'm not. The one, <laughs> I'm type two. I don't have to take a, any insulin. Okay. Uh, I do have to check and regulate my blood and my blood level, and uh, right. I know when I I it's high because it's normal. It's four to six is normal, right? Right. I, I sure. Right, and whenever <laughs> mine is higher than that, I have, I have no medical training whatsoever. Anything, anything's higher than that, I pee a lot. Right. Oh yeah. So and and th- that's how I know. Okay. Yeah. Because I pee a lot because I just drink about uh, three and a half liters of water a day. Like I don't know what that is. I've always got like water with me, and I just tend to flush. You know. Well, do you, is it every thirty minutes? No, it's well, not like that. That's that's what happens. Oh, if my okay. blood sugar is really oh, you high. You got a bladder infection? Take some cranberry juice. That's no, fine. Not even. It's... I saw that in an episode of House. Really? Yeah, that's it. Ah, just you know, here's some cranberry juice. It'll be ready by the morning, and that was the end of the episode. That works. Uh, so, uh, I, uh, I, I, if if ever I got diabetes, it better be type two. Yeah. Because I could not do. The prick thing. I just, I cannot stand the sight of blood, especially my own. Mm. Um, a lot of heroin addicts are diabetic. No, I'm it, joking. Really? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they're used, they're used to the needles anyway. That's like, well, you know, if that's a disease to get, they'd be like, oh, wow, big deal. <laughs> Do something else. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, I'm losing a lot of weight. Am I diabetic? And, uh, I, uh, I, there's no way I could do that. Um, I did have a, like a nosebleed out of nowhere last week. Wow, that's I that's, get that once I I got that like once every like right. every summer growing up, but not lately. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it was because of the weather. Yeah, I'm hoping that's what it was because like literally I was just uh you know sitting on the john doing my crosswords and uh and then I went oh my nose is running I better and I pull away and it's a little more tacky than I'm used to. I'm like that that isn't right. And then suddenly I just see this great big red dot on uh you know 14 down and I'm like well that isn't good. That can't just, be good. You were just trying too hard, either on the toilet or with I wasn't, the crossword. I wasn't. Everything's slow and easy. That's, uh, That's I the, just, cro- the crossword must have been too hard. That's what uh, happened. To use, that used to happen to Rick James in interviews. Really? Well, that's cocaine use. That's <laughs> well. I'm not just. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm Rick James, and I'm bloody bitch. Is, is what we said. I. Um. It. It. it it's funny you mentioned the uh, the diabetes because they check that for you every time that you do your physical. And uh, I do this joke every time I go in for my physical. I'm due right now, and I've been putting it off because this is the swoop year. Um, so I'm going to, you know, see how far I can push that out. But, like, uh, they ask for the urine sample, and so I try and, you know, make sure that I'm ready to go and not, like, having to drink out of the sink and then wait and jump up and down for 10 minutes and then try and go. Do they know if you could, if you masturbated right before you do the urine test? Because there's some stuff floating yeah, today. Sure. I have a story about that. <laughs> so, uh, so I, every time I go in and I have the urine sample, and that's the most embarrassing thing out of the, out of the entire physical, I think. It's because you have to leave the office. Like her office is so small. I have to leave the office and use the, the public bathroom on the floor, fill the jar, and then walk it back into the office. Which, right. and, and the women behind the reception, they don't care. They're yeah. just like, give me your pee. You know, like that's it. And so then they walk me into the, the physical room where they've got like the, the, the swatches. Mm-hmm. And they dip it in, and then she looks at it. And every time she does it, every time she pulls it out and reads it, I I, I turn to her in a very somber voice. I go, "Am I pregnant?" <laughs> and she goes, "Not this time." And I'm like, yeah, she gets it at least. Um, have you ever Have you ever done a sperm sample? No, I've done that. Uh, why do you do that again? Uh, just to check. <laughs> just oh, really? to see how the boys are going. Really? No, I had I had this thing. Like you know how um What's wrong with your nuts, man? Oh, many things. Um <laughs> the <laughs> You wear boxes or briefs? Uh I wear a combination of the two and I have five testicles. Is that wrong? Okay. I start out with two. Does, and- it, does the one on the left hang lower? It does. Okay, then you're fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But fine. I have I have apparently uh because every once in a while I will like you know, you do the check uh and I'll come across something and go, ooh. 
maybe that's not. And so my doctor has told me, oh, you have a you have a cyst, which is nothing. It's like, and she holds up the light to it. So, which is very weird for a small English lady to hold my own testicles with a light underneath. Doing going, shadow puppets. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, she's she's like she's like, see how it looks like Christmas lights, and I think of Russ every time that happens. And I was like, oh, okay, that's you know, because it's got Christmas lights Shake it and up my nuts. Snow globe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So she says, you're fine, you're fine. But if you ever want to have kids, you should go get your sperm checked. So I'm like, okay, shit. So, well, okay. So, um, um, this, this, this is the this. I don't think we've talked about this on the on the podcast, have we? No. Okay. So I this is remember. this is news to you. Okay. So she says you got to go get uh, a sperm sample. There's a lab that does it somewhere in 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 like Midtown Toronto. I'm like, okay, fine. And uh, so she gives me the address and she gives me the cup mm-hmm. and she says, okay, uh, make sure you fill this just before you go in. Like that's how this has to go. So like, cause you can't wait that long. So I'm like, I can't just do it from home and drive it over. And she's like, Nope, has to be in the building. And I'm like, okay. So I don't want anything to go wrong. So I'm thinking I got to go buy some porn. So this is my little field trip. I go and buy some magazines and I don't know what I want to, but they don't that's provide. Changed. They, they don't, don't they do not provide on, tele- on well, television. Now well, we show you go into a room and right. you've got a TV and, right. and magazines. No, and- this is, this is just like a general clinic. People are going in with like strep throat and shit. We're not 10 years old here. No, no, I know. So I'm like, I, I gotta do something for this because she's just giving me the jar and saying, go. I'm like, well, what if they don't? So like, I'm figuring, oh, okay. So I'll go and I'll buy that. <laughs> and the magazines have changed since I eyeballed them at, at the age of like, you know, 19. So it was like, okay, that's uh, okay. So I'd walk in with a plastic fuck dog, right? A, a couple. <laughs> if you could uh, just screwdrivers. scoop that out of here, that would be great. You know, <laughs> just hand them over the flashlight. I think you know what to do. I know. And uh, so I, I walk in, and I don't even check in. With with the lady, I guess this was my you're big problem. Pink. I you're, just you're I, disgusting. I found the washroom. Oh, okay. And so I go in and I close the door and I'm waiting for people to leave because right. you know because and this happened twice. I'm like halfway through <laughs> and a guy walks in and has to use a stall beside me. I'm like shit, abort, abort, abort. So I gotta wait and there's no fluffers in there by the way. So I thought it was a private room. No, no, well, I was I, in the public bathroom well, at this point. What do, what do they think we are, monkeys? Well, no, no, no. Because I again I didn't check in. I thought I just dropped this thing off and I'd be done. I didn't have to check in or anything. So uh, I I find the right page that you know is 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 inviting to me and I snap it off and everything's great <laughs> and uh, lid the cup and I wash my hands off and say okay we're good throw it back in the paper bag and I walk in and I go hi uh, Tavanel and uh, my doctor sent me here's the sperm sample and she looks at me looks at the bag and goes you can't do that <laughs> and I'm like what I was told said, no you have to book an appointment I'm like what are you serious no I says yeah you have to book an appointment and then we'll we'll do it here I'm like I was not told. And she just said, well, what do I do with this? She goes, throw it out. I don't want it. I'm like, you're going to get the same. No. Okay, fine. So, uh, and then she tells me I got to wait two weeks to, b- before I, I do it. I can't just, I can't just, uh, uh, do this out of the gate. I have to, I have to wait like two weeks and not like masturbate or anything for two weeks for two weeks. It's some okay. ungodly number. Like, it might have been two days. So, I don't know. So this, but it was like, at this so, point, you gave up, right? You said, Hell with it. No, 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 no. I, I stuck to it. I went, I, I went and, uh, uh, treated myself. I had a date night for myself and treated myself right. So this is the last man standing. <laughs> and, uh, and so, so see you in two weeks. And, um, then once you check in, then they send you into the bathroom they have in the clinic. No magazines or anything like that. Right, right. And like, again, everyone else is going in for throat swabs, you know, blood samples, that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing there. And so like every, I get the feeling everyone knows why I'm going in the bathroom and why I'm coming out and what I have with me. You know, mm. I would prefer to be stool at that point. So it's like <laughs> everyone does that in there. And like, you know, people need to use the washroom and they're probably going, I'll hold it until I get home. Cause that guy was just in there snapping it. Yeah, you know, it's a little sweaty and <laughs> exactly. I, w- I, w- I want to put a black- I want to put a black light in that room. Yeah, <laughs> I, w- I want to see who shot the farthest. Right. It was not me. Okay, it was not yours. Was it- a little- I, uh, I well, actually, I, I will say this. I, uh, I, I'm, I was happy with the integrity of the bottom of that thing because I think after two weeks it just fired him. But everything's fine. Boys are good. That's great. That's what I'm saying. So right. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry for that ugly story. I, I, always <laughs> thought, I, I always thought if if it could come out, then you can get someone pregnant. But right. apparently, it could be duds, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh yeah. The, <laughs> what the? That's disgusting, guys. Darcy, why did you do that? <laughs> Jesus, I drank too fast. Our guest sorry. is here. Um, are you good with blood work? 
Um, yeah, I, yeah. I'm fine. Like, if I if I if I get a needle, right. I really don't give a shit, man. You, yeah. uh, Darcy, like I'll, I'll I won't even no? flinch. I cannot look at it. Like when it's time for the blood work portion of the physical, I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, come, and I'm just looking away like that, and there's no, absolutely no way I can. I can handle it. I love it. Really? Yeah. It gives me a little rush. Like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is my life juice. Yeah. (laughs) I sometimes pull away and make a squirt out. (laughs) Here's an episode of Saturday Night Live. (laughs) (laughs) Try and write your name in the wall. Oh, okay. Ron was here. (laughs) Right before here, I pass out. (laughs) It's just Ron was he. It's the problem with your font. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I, went, I, I went really high italics on yeah. that. <laughs> what are you doing trying to do gothic? No, stick with Ariel. No serifs. That's right. Makes it easy. Oh, my God. <laughs> or even chiller. It's just going to splatter down anyway. It's not like pee. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Font Talk with Tov now. We're going to be uh, addressing the new Helvetica. Hey, we're going to use that. Covering all the bases. We here. are, exactly. Went from masturbation to fonts. Mm-hmm. I love this. Um, so you, uh, re- one of the reasons that we're having you uh, tonight instead of uh, another, because you're taking off tomorrow? Yeah, I'm taking off tomorrow. For Vegas. For Vegas, my first Vegas run in this place. Is, the club's called the LA Comedy Club in Vegas. Right. In the Queens Hotel. Okay. And uh, Wednesday to Sunday, so. Very nice. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I just, this is my first time doing the whole uh, actual every day in the club. Okay. And, um, you know, and I'm just keep, I'm, I'm always trying to keep getting into other kind of clubs in mm-hmm. the States and whatever, and bookers and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's the first time. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So have, have, you haven't been at the, to this club before? I've showcased for the person. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Like I went there uh, maybe three or four months ago. My mm-hmm. friend was headlining. He threw me up. And right, a, and right after, he's like, yeah, I'm going to book you. Like yeah. it's pretty much. And by throwing up, man, he vomited you onto the stage. Pretty much. Oh, okay. He threw me up. Yes. Yeah. Who uh, can we say who your friend was? Uh, Edwin San Juan. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I think I, I think I met Edwin. Uh, Has he ever been to Toronto? No, 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 no. Then who am I thinking of? Um, could have been Joe Coy. I know, no, like I know, a, like I know an Edwin in comedy. How many Edwins can there be out there? Uh, not a lot. I know. Yeah. Maybe I met him at West or something. Maybe I don't know. Who really cares? Unless it's a story about master, unless it's a story about masturbating or Vegas, I don't want to care. I don't want to hear about it. Um, <laughs> so you're so obviously they're putting you up at the hotel. Do you like Vegas? Do you like go down uh, there recreationally? I, I I go down for like a couple of days to have fun, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I, after five, four, day, uh, two days, you don't want to you don't want to be there. No, you know, yeah, even the people that live there don't go down. Don't don't go to the strip. No, at all. no, no, no. no. Okay. It's it's like two separate cities. Totally. There's yeah. like the adult playground. And then mm-hmm. there's, you know, the rest of the world where, you know, CSI takes place. And, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I, I probably would waste a lot of money mm-hmm. if I'm just thinking about it right now. Right. You know, like, um, I have a couple of friends that live there, so I'm just going to be hanging out with them probably during the day rather than just going on the strip every night and wasting my money. Probably. That's good then. Yeah. Look at this. You're going to make money off of this. I hope so. <laughs> You're going to be the one guy who leaves Vegas with cash. Look at that. You know, my friend actually went down there and he got, he got from Toronto. He arrived there at nine. By right. 11 o'clock, he was in the dance club in the Bellagio. By 12, he had a girl in his room. And by one o'clock, he got a bill for $2,000. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't have the money. So they called these two goombas. And so they, wait, wait, a bill for two, like 2,000 bucks. No, no, no. So they're actually handing paper to you? Yeah. Like there's a receipt? It's a receipt. It's an escort service. Okay. So I, you I can guess prostitution so you can actually is legal if you don't solicit, I guess. Right, yeah, right, right. So they handed him the, the bill. He couldn't pay or she handed him. And then after these two guys that came in to go, hey, you have to pay up, this and that. You know, not threat, saying anything threatening, but they are threatening just looking at right, him. Of he course. knows what's going to happen. And he just said, I only have 800 bucks. So. They gave he gave them the eight hundred dollars, right? And then he was like, "Well, I thought she, I thought she liked me." And right. She started laughing. <laughs> she goes, "He thought I liked you." And he's there naked, <laughs> oh, handcuffed to the bed, yeah, pillow over the privates, yeah. And so apparently, fifty percent of the girls that are in dance clubs are prostitutes, or at least working for the for the the actual hotel as escort services, right? You know, so you gotta be, you gotta be careful. Not everybody thinks you're that hot, guys. Right. <laughs> yeah. You I know. suddenly get good looking since you step off the plane in Vegas. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the you know, the, magical transformation. The, 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 the 20s folded over the belt can make you <laughs> even like, just make a little hula skirt. Yeah. Out of, uh, out of a little bit of, I don't even know what president is on the 20. What's that? Andrew Jackson? Yeah, is that him? Is. Yeah, yeah. Is it? I don't know. Look at me guess. I think it is. That, it must be. Yeah. Wouldn't you run out though? 
Uh, I'm having it in a hula skirt. Make it make it like a strip show. Like you know, oh, when's the crotch going to be exposed? Boom, you know, just like you know, peel it off gradually. That's the thing. You, you don't. It's not fair that that happened to my friend. Right. So you know, there has to be a way around that. But that's a that's a that's a good thing to think of. Actually, is like you know, just just make sure because okay, first of all, I've never had that happen to me. So they obviously right. think I'm uh, ugly and poor, <laughs> <laughs> which is a fair assessment, as we all know. Uh, and I, actually, I'm heading down there in June. Oh, cool! Actually, going down for a convention. Uh, so yeah, go maybe. to the Bellagio, yes. go to their dance club, yes, and just do an experiment. Okay, yes. right before you put it in, go. Right. How, How much, much is this? <laughs> <laughs> what do you get for two fifty? And what do you get if I just put the tip in? You're right. <laughs> and by tip, I mean gratuity. <laughs> Here's a nice rolled up twenty. Here, <laughs> got yourself something nice there. Get some new boots. <laughs> boots. She was wearing flip flops. Oh, there you got go. It. Oh, classy dame <laughs> in the Bellagio. I've never stayed in the Bellagio. We're actually, uh, we're actually staying in the Wynn. Oh, that's really nice. Uh, we've stayed in the wind before. This yeah. this is how stupid this deal is. Um, because we've done it before, and it was like seven hundred bucks flight down, all inclusive. And this was like in March or April. So flight, like, hotel, flight for how and many hotel days? Thursday through Sunday. Great was the last time we did it. What do you eat? Like buffet a day? Like uh, you can do the buffet. They've got buffets there. But uh, you know, if you can't find a ten dollar meal in Vegas, you aren't looking. Have you watched the shows? It's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. We oh, went and saw La Rev. Okay. Uh, which is French for fucked up danced in water i think is what oh, okay, it was okay. it was actually the rev was like dream but it was like apparently this is like a knockoff i want to see Karatov. i really want to see you want Kar- to no, no i i don't even <laughs> consider him a stand-up oh no right yeah. i don't think he is right he's he's kind of a variety <sighs> act. he will debate yeah. that with you not many others will but i mean yeah let me see these toys he made like all these little weird things like right. just, i heard it's like this, this crazy ass show that's mm-hmm. you know that comics hate but I just right. want to see it because you know, I've never seen him. Well, you know it's going to be a spectacle, yeah. and you know you you know Vegas is just going to throw money at this, right. so they can see like okay, you normally have like a little tinker chest of things that you bring on stage when you're headlining and go through that, and you can see like even in like his uh, Comedy Central specials, the number of sets get larger and larger because he's right, built right. up the toys. The Vegas toys must be in on hydraulics. Oh my! There's got to be a pulley system. I'm mm-hmm. sure. I'm sure they've hired some uh, Cirque du Soleil people to be trapped in things until he pulls a lever. Well, apparently, uh, I, I, I can get free tickets. So, wouldn't you go if you can? If you oh, I go. Free? I would love to see that. Yeah, like free, know? free thing. It was. Uh, I was talking with uh, with uh, uh, Darren Frost mm-hmm. at one point. I th- it might have been on 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 the podcast. He mentioned this that we were talking about. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay was coming to town at okay. the time that we were recording. He goes, "I would love." To see that show, just to see what people still think he's relevant. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, just yeah. to see what the crowd is like. And by the same token, I would love to see a crowd of the people who didn't get given carrot top tickets, but said Let's carrot see. tops in town. We have to go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and not in an ironic sense, like yourself. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's. Do you think he has an opener? Yeah, he does. Does he? Yeah. Who's that lucky guy? Um, some uh, it, somebody was telling me he was a prop, another prop act, a okay. magician. Okay. Like a magic dude. Right. Yeah, that's a funny magic guy. Right. Yeah. I wonder if it's David Mary. Because I remember he I know was he doing a lot. I know, I know he, he does there. a lot of work in the you know, states. You never know. Vegas. You know, he doesn't. I, I don't think that's something he will tell people. But right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we but, didn't out him right now. I'm sure he gets like you know like at least a thousand bucks to open for him, right? You know, because like he's he, this dude sells out every day. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I'm sure he gets like a couple grand or something. Uh-huh. But uh, I want to I want to see that, and I, I want to see some just some weird shit. I've never right. I've never seen him before, but I think it'd be fun. Like I would see Gallagher if I had free tickets. Yeah. And would you see the real Gallagher or his brother? I would see, I would see <laughs> the show. Gallagher too. Electric would, Boogaloo. Yeah, I would see I would see both and compare. Right. <laughs> He sued his brother he for, did. for bringing the, the watermelon. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. No, I gave you everything, right. but the watermelon Not my stays closer. with me. Hey, Not man, my this closer. This one was seedless. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's one of those square ones from Japan. <laughs> do they have square ones in Japan? They do. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. They grow, the, they grow them into a little box. They're stackable. Really? You can slice them like toast. That's an efficient. That, that's I, an heard, efficient I heard their Kobe cool beef is grown like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> they just put them in little boxes. <laughs> makes the slicing of the meatloaf very tender, oh, very wow. easy. Easier to rub in a box. Do you go to the buffets a lot out there? I don't. I hate buffets, actually. Really? I got to say, I don't, because I, I don't eat that much. Right. So what and do you eat down there? Just regular shit? I just, I tend to, well, I, I'll say this. Last time we went down, uh, and this is how dumb it is. Um, we were waiting for a table at Denny's. 
of all places. And right. we had like a party of like seven or eight because okay. we ran, uh, we ran into people. I like it better uh, than down I there. I like there it was, better than I there was actually two folks I knew from Second City that we ran into, right? And uh, or that I knew that were going down there. So we swapped phone numbers, and so like we hung out while we were down there, and like would trade spots at each other's. Um, uh, hotels and like go to the beach and stuff like that. it was really really fun. Uh, Sean Fisher right, actually right, right. Uh, 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 was there, and um, so he uh, you know, we were, were waiting for everyone to kind of gather around, waiting for our table. They got a casino right there, obviously. So I'm like, eh, let's go play some roulette. Mm-hmm. Let's go do that. So I won enough to cover my breakfast. Great. And I thought, woohoo! And then what do I do next? I go lose all my table money right at the ponies. Like that's exactly how that entire trip went. I would win on the tables, lose on the horses. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I had to actually, uh, one time I was out of money. This is like years ago. I was in Vegas and, uh, I had to make a hundred dollars just for a hotel and uh, drive back to LA. Right. And uh, that's all I had at the time. Right. Right. So right. I was like, okay, I have 20 bucks to do this or mm-hmm. else I am screwed. You yeah. turned 20 I, into a hundred. I, I, t- I turned it into 200. Oh my nice. God. And then I went to the hotel, you uh-huh. know, got a rent a car and it was all cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I did that in Grand Prairie. Oh my! Because they God. they put you they put you up in the uh, in the That's hotel fun living that life, which right? is it, it, yes, but no, like <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? Because uh, it was it, I was I was out there and I wasn't making a hell of a lot of money out there, and so like I was probably losing as much in gas money as I was making on these gigs, and uh, so I'm like I got I got to do something. So I, of all things, because I hate playing them, but the guy I was with uh, loves playing the slots. Mm. So I'm like, oh, it's just hitting buttons and losing. Like that's all that is, right? Right. But he's usually really good at it. He has a system in quotes, and mm-hmm. uh, it pays off for him. He likes it. And uh, I went, okay, fine. I went back to the machine that he was uh, the, like near him that we had kind of been playing on before, and I ended up leaving with like 180 bucks no off of 20. So I'm like, okay, I'm in the I'm in the black now. Right, right, I'm right. In the black. Same thing happened in North Bay. Wow, you're living yeah. on the edge, man. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's all the good casinos, eh? Yeah. Gets me ready for the, gets me ready for Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you do anything down there, I can say go to the, uh, go to, uh, Paris. Mm-hmm. Go up the, uh, at night. Go to the, um, uh, top of the Eiffel Tower. Right. Look at the strip from there. Cause you can still hear and see the, uh, Bellagio fountains. No going way. on, it is fantastic. You get to see the entire strip lit up, and it's like it's the perfect perspective to have it. Really, it's fantastic. Okay, if you ever go next time, uh, walk down uh, this alley. And, uh, <laughs> you'll pass uh, four Mexicans giving you these little flyers. <laughs> okay, and they do this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My goal this time yeah. is to collect every one of those that gets handed Impossible. to me. Impossible. I've tried. I, I'm Impossible. Gonna, I, I want to do it this trip. I made a blanket out of them. It, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Given the state of them, it could be an AIDS quilt. Who are we kidding? That's right. Who are we Well, at least a herpes quilt. <laughs> at least that. Well, did you read them? They're private room dances. Right. Right. Yeah. So basically, it's another solicit of a... Of, uh, of, uh, yeah. Oh, I thought we were just going to dance. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I got two grand to make here, Sunshine. Yeah. My friend actually did that once. My friend went to the... My, my friend <laughs> you have did some that. very lascivious gentlemen that are in I, your company. I, the same dude also went to the, the, the ranches. Okay. okay. What are the ranches? The ranches are the... It's been on HBO. You, it's been on the Life Channel. Oh, is it? The, the, it's the, a brothel, right? The brothel, Okay. Right? All right. So you go in, and it's a cabaret style of... You just walk in, and you, and you go, please have a seat. And everybody sits in, and they give the order to get a drink. Right. And then they're like with a bunch of dirty old men. <laughs> and uh, they get a menu. Right. And then you open the menu, and you'll see uh, a combination, what you can get, and how much is it, or you can combine everything to get this. So you'd be like, so what would you like to order, sir? It's like, well, I have $700. What can I get for $700? <laughs> well, you can get two fingers. That's around 100 bucks, And you can get doggy style for 30 minutes. You can get missionary for 15 Mm-hmm. And then you can get a BJ for around a hundred, you know. And right. Then they, they calculate it, and then they give you the bill. Then, then you go in and you pick your girl. That's AIDS <laughs> tested. They, right. They have it. They have a little certificate. They're like I just tested How yesterday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then they bring you to it's like uh, like hotel rooms, but really done up like in the twenties. Right. And then you go to the. Like, you guys are going to be in the pink section. Okay. And so you go to the pink section and then you open it's all pink thing uh-huh. and it's done exactly like business. There's no hey. It's just like, all right, done. Okay. Next position right. done. Okay. Two fingers done. Okay. Here's your check. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend was like, it's so not worth it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if you can't get it up, you, you, that's your time. Right. 
Yeah, that's like, that's that, not performance that would, pressure. That would be right? my problem. You're on the clock. That would be my problem right there. I am so bladder, <laughs> I'm bladder shy in the men's room trying to take a leak, let alone when there's a woman going, "Come on!" Yeah, my friends brought me to a rub and tug place on my 18th birthday. Okay. Which was, and I'm like, um, it's like, what's the address? Just so I know. It's in Le- okay, Le- Les- fine, Leslie and Seven. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> that's for Chichi. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I was like, well, because yeah, we waited till you're 18. I'm like, it's illegal anyways. But, uh, right, yeah, what's yeah. the difference? <laughs> now I so get now, to go to a jolt, adult yeah. person. Exactly. <laughs> worst worst experience. I, the only time I ever went, and it was because they brought me, and it was the worst experience. They threw me in the room. I was waiting outside, out in the, in, in the freaking hallway, or, uh, you know, the waiting area with a bunch of other dudes waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is kind of weird. So this lady goes, go in this room. So I go in this room. Old Russian lady. She doesn't even shut the door completely. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, take off your clothes. Well, and, well you know, that's it's like why they put people in the front by the window in the restaurant, so it looks like there's people there. So you get you get some you know get some eye candy, get some traffic happening. Yeah, pretty okay. much. <laughs> and uh, my foot was trying to close it. <laughs> and uh, she's like, "You still have your shirt on? Hurry up!" And then I was like, "Oh my god, this is like you know this angry maid." And then. Uh, and then uh, she started yanking, and then she was just like, okay, come on, you have 20 more minutes. And I was like, I can't concentrate. And she's like, concentrate, come on, enjoy this. Right? <laughs> and then she, the fuck, her fucking cell phone goes off, <laughs> and, it's her, and, it's her, and, and it's her husband. Right. And she's yelling in Russian, and, I'm like, and, she's, and every time she's yelling, she's yanking harder. Oh, no. <laughs> and at one point, she starts pinching me. <laughs> And then after she slams the phone, she just closes it and throws right. it. And she's just like, stupid men, you guys are all the same. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to get off here. And then she's like, okay, come on, five more minutes. And she starts yelling into it like a microphone. Oh, jeez. Hurry up and come. <laughs> I- right? And I couldn't do, do nothing, right? I was just like, you know what? Oh. I'm out of here. And then so my friends were like, how was it? I'm like, oh. I have a tear coming out of my eye. <laughs> it was that good. Yeah. That, that, that's my experience and, like, until you said she was Russian, I was convinced that I had dated her. Like that just <laughs> there's a lot of beautiful Russian women, but I'm just saying anybody over over the age of seventy is not beautiful. It's probably <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you want you want her to come in with like you know maybe a nice pierogi. I was expecting Gwen slaw. Stefani. I was like, Am I this, <laughs> this is the one you said Gwen Stefani could right. uh, look alike looks uh, works at. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. So All right, maybe we should take a break. Not now. quite. Not I don't quite. know how we can where we can go from hand jobs, so we should. Uh, oh take yeah, a break. we, we should, should regroup. This whole thing has been a dick joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it started with me beating off, ends with me you getting off. beaten off. This is not good, Darcy. I don't know what he's got planned for the second half. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got Ron Jossel here. We'll be back right back after this. And we're back, folks, with episode 178 uh, here of the TVA podcast. Thank you for uh, staying tuned. Uh, we got Darcy back. Hey, yeah. Darcy's uh, got his beers. He's ready. Yep, I'll set. Focus. We got Ron Jossel here again. Hurry up and come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the first half of this show was all about beating off or being beat off. And uh, we got to change gears right now. Otherwise, it's going to become the whack cast. And that's not exactly what I had uh, in favor for uh, for this episode. Didn't know what was going to happen. It's all stream of consciousness, folks. That's uh, what we do. All right, Darcy, uh, we got uh, soapbox. Let's uh, let's see if we can uh, get something as juicy as last week because I was ready for last week's. All right. Well, all right. I don't want to bring up the TTC again. Oh, do you know I'm good for it? But I, I had a like a horribly unproductive day today. I got it, sucked in by the internet. So did I. Can and, I can uh, I guess it was on the same thing? Maybe. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, yeah, so <laughs> Toronto's having a bit of a morale problem right now, I think. <laughs> a lot of people upset with a lot of other people. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it seems like the internet is really facilitating all this hate. Yes. So what I want you to talk about is whether or not it is a helpful medium. Like, is it actually serving some kind of purpose to let people vent and feel better about venting? Or is it mm-hmm. just 
you know, sort of piling on and, and inflaming other people to get upset? Like, is it a, a positive good for the world? Right. Or is it a negative? Okay. So, and my time starts, let's say, how about now? Okay. So the, uh, the internet has always been this. It's always been this sort of thing where uh, as soon as you're able to, uh, put up any sort of opinion that you've got, obviously it's going to do that. All you have to do is go to YouTube and mm-hmm. just cursor through any of the comments that you, uh, you see there. And it's like nine times out of ten, it's like, yeah. And it's a shame that he's black and, uh, you know, God hates Jews and da da da. This has nothing to do with Miley Cyrus at all. What is that all about? Uh, the internet always uh, always has provided that uh, that interface for uh, people, so you have to take it uh, with a grain of salt, and that grain of salt would be uh, it's the old adage: uh, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one; not everyone's is valid. Uh, you've got to you you got to take those, and all this is doing is just allowing people to find those comments instantly before you had to go through different means like op eds and stuff like that, like professional opinions that you would see. Uh, published in newspapers and periodicals and stuff like that. That was the only medium for this one. Now it's wide open. And so you got to take the crunchy with the smooth on this. You know, if you're going to be taking pictures of uh, sleeping TTC guys, there's a consequence for that. And for, for example, for Kinnear to come out and uh, say, oh, TTC is going to be shut down because uh, people are planning to bring their cameras onto the uh, TTC on Friday. He says, no, we'll shut down the system. You can't do that. It's not productive. You can't come out and uh, start bashing on people for doing this. How about taking a look at the root cause? And I've got to be done. There it is. All right. So you strayed a little bit away from from the uh, the actual Internet uh, idea. <laughs> but I think I you think went it, into I, the issue itself that I, caused it. But here's here's where I came from. OK. Like, I spent most of the day like going through Facebook groups, Facebook fan pages, and Twitter. And then just found myself getting more and more, like not necessarily angry, but just sad. Just right. like all negative, negative, negative on both sides. Nothing nothing good. And I actually get cut to a point where I, I joined a fan page for a pickle. <laughs> so I could... <laughs> what so, was it, a gherkin or a dill? <laughs> it, it was a nice dill pickle. Oh, nice. Just so I could say, you know... I want this. I want this pickle page to get more fans than Nickelback. Darcy is uh, doing, doing some good today, and by doing that, I can say I think Nickelback sucks. And it's like, oh, that's uh, why I even bother. But everyone's, everyone's doing that. That is the new face of Facebook right now. Can this onion ring get more fans than me? And a lot of people are, are turning it that way. And I understand the sentiment behind that. Like anyone, it's like, as soon as I see like, you know, can Canada get a hundred, like, like a million followers before the U.S. do? What good is that going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, it just shows that we got more loser Canadians on Facebook than the U.S. per capita. But, you know, we spend so much time and, I, and it was, um, uh, what podcast was it? Jesse Thorne was the guest. Um, Comedy and everything else. Yes. Did you mm-hmm. listen to that I one? just listened to it today. Yes. And he said something really interesting that, you know, he tried to do something where, Instead of being like everybody else, which mm-hmm. is either um, talking positively about something that sucks or saying something negative about something that sucks, right? They'll just they'll, he'll try and do things that are all positive. Here's something that is good, yes, and just find the best things that are out there instead right. of finding the worst and saying, "Hey, look at that asshole." Right. So now, admittedly, like like while today was on, because listeners to this know that I am not a fan of the TTC right now. I'm tending to walk wherever I can. Um, but I ended up tweeting with someone who uh, I found out and like after we had tweeted back and forth like three or four times. She's actually on City TV. She's one of the news anchors mm-hmm. that was actually covering the big uh, Kinnear uh, rant fest that he had for the press today. And it wasn't until after I was like, oh, wow, she actually, you know, she she's a journalist. You know, it, admittedly, city TV, but still a journalist. Not she, you know, she wears she wears a nice suit. She's on TV. Sure, she's a journalist. Um, but you know, she was she she was trying to take it with a grain of salt as well, and just like you know, we do live in a good city. She's got a good love on for the city, and she was saying that back. It's like you know, we really have to put this in, into perspective. And I said to her, you know, I love Toronto as well. Like I live here. There's you know, I, if I didn't like the city, I wouldn't live here. But my issue is when we start to aggrandize ourselves and say we're a world-class city, but we have problems. We got some big serious problems. And all this is, this is the flashpoint, I would say right now. Like this is as bad as it's going to get. So from this, you kind of dust yourselves off both sides and go, so how do we work together and make this happen? Oh, I hope so. Because like, well, they started today bringing back the past. Like this obviously started during the garbage strike because that started to come back again. Like, hey, remember how much unions suck? And, uh huh. Oh, it just, it, 
it looks like it could go really bad. It could, it could but it could I think break bad in the city. I think I think it could, but uh, I, I think what's going to happen is you're going to have to see a lot of compensations from both sides. You're going to have to see the public just go, okay, wait a minute. You're going to have to see the unions go, okay, enough. Like we need both sides to do that. And the second that we don't have that, then I agree with you. We're going to have a big crisis on our hands. So, Ron, how's Las Vegas? You looking forward to that? Is that going to be good? Is that (laughs) you getting it? Do you like the city? Like, do you think we're doing okay? Is that like what's your what's your opinion? Okay, Um, in terms of uh, in terms of what entertainment? In terms of just in terms of like facilities? Do you think do you think the city's in in the right place? Or like what like what would you improve if you could? Like you know, like for me, it's all about transit and 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 civil services. Um, For me, it's about safety. Yeah, you know, I think. Toronto is, has not has been every year is becoming worse when it comes to safety. Mm-hmm. You know, every person I know that has lived in a, anywhere downtown has had a problem, right? You know, and and to the point where I'm just like, you know, it was better in the '60s when there was racism. <laughs> you know, now it's just like whatever. We're gonna right. kill anybody. The big Filipino mob. There was nobody there it. in the sixties. My parents were the two Fili- first Filipinos in Toronto, and they were all their pictures look like they're scared. <laughs> they're always looking to the left or the right, the right. smiling. Yeah. <laughs> There's always one person, you know, in your family portrait with their head to the with the back of their head to the camera, right, just right. to make sure no one's going to come up behind. And that's. But in terms of perspective, I mean, ten times better than a lot of other cities. Oh, completely. You know, I mean, uh, come on, we're right beside Detroit. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's and kinda... that's a city on the grow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like my parents were supposed to move to the United States. So they stayed here for two years, made some money. Then when they wanted to take a look at the United States, the first city they went to was Detroit. They made oh, a U-turn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just went, okay, this is crazy. Even the buildings are black. And right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> and our hubcaps have already been stolen. Yeah. And we were going 50. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a high class of criminal. So it's not as bad as a lot of the U.S. cities, you know, that you can think of. But, you know. We can't. I, I think that um, you know the, there have becoming have been more gang violence mm-hmm. in in outside of downtown Toronto, right? Like in Vaughn, in like in Mississauga, Mississauga, and Markham. Like, how can you think Markham would have gang problems? You right. Know? It's just a lot of these kids are are now just forming these gangs and just mm-hmm. trying to like you know um, you know uh, I, I, I guess make money and sell weed and sell drugs mm-hmm. and you know, like you know I, I couldn't watch Avatar I was watching Avatar and all these gang kids were in front of me I'm like are you serious is this yeah. happening you know <laughs> worst place to bring a date yeah you know when <laughs> she gets punched you're like yeah it's just, just it's part of the movie yeah <laughs> and with the 3D glasses that's just gonna wow the effects in here are really good I'm bleeding yeah I can <laughs> smell weed <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very organic movie, Avatar. Of course, they're going to have weed and peyote and all that sort of That's thing. That's right. Yeah. They're in the jungle. That's where <laughs> exactly. it's from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cut off a bud. Exactly. You know, leaf, yeah. leaf it up, uh, oh, you know, yeah. with you, your Mary Jane. Oh, yeah. Am you, I? Could, you could smell <laughs> cooking. You could smell food in there for some reason. I just love, yeah, yeah, here comes the old man talking about the weed. <laughs> That's going to be. Marijuana. Marijuana. We'll have one of those wacky, backy cigarettes. Yep. Yeah. So my, my thing, my concern is always the violence. Right. For me and anybody else that decides to move or live in Toronto, you just want to be safe. Right. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I would say that too. I mean, like there's, in terms, I would say this in terms of like other cities and stuff, like the perception is that we're doing okay, but we could always do better. Right. You know, like uh, there isn't a time when I'm walking around downtown where I don't feel safe, mm-hmm. but there are probably times I look around and I go, I shouldn't feel safe. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just uh, kind of like that, but. Yeah, there's certain uh, areas I stay away from. Now, as you're, okay, so as you're gigging in the States when you're, when you're down there, cause you gig down there a lot. Yeah, usually every month. Yeah. yeah. Do you, like, when you're going to a different city or stuff like that, like, what, do you, do you have the same sort of sense? Like, is there ever a point where you're going, oh, God, I can't wait to get back to Toronto, you know, in, in terms sure. of your safety or stuff like that? Or, like, are there good cities, bad cities? Like, what, what would you say are the good ones and the bad ones that you have experienced? Where would you consider living if you weren't living here? Uh, I'd be living in San Diego, I think. Yeah. I love San Diego. I love, I love, um, San Francisco. LA is where the business is. So that's why I'm, I'm there. Right. But, uh, but, um, there's good shows and bad shows. It's 
it has nothing to do with the city, more like well, who's the promoter, right? Don't ever trust a promoter that has a jerry curl. Right. Don't ever trust a promoter that his, whose tooth falls out in the contract while you're signing the contract. <laughs> or uh, don't well, ever. That's just bad flossing is what that is. <laughs> right. Or somebody that says they used to manage Bobby Brown. <laughs> you know, that's, you just don't trust that stuff. But sometimes when you need the money, you just go, okay, let's see what happens. So there's different levels, A, B, and C, circuits and clubs, and obviously the C and under are the ones that you want to stay away from, but sometimes that's the only place where you can get work. Right. And they're all they're all in the big cities, and uh, but the top of the line is the hardest to get to. So mm-hmm. it's not really the city, it's 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 really uh, the type of uh, promotions that's happening, mm-hmm. right? Um, I played Wisconsin, and I think that's a Bush state. Like, I mean, a city, I think it's all, you know, it's really... Where, uh, is it Madison or Green Bay? Uh, in, um, Wisconsin, in, um, Madison. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Because I remember there there was a club there, performed there like years ago. Skyline? Uh, it may have changed names by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it was on State Street. Right, right, that's, and... that's Skyline, I think. Okay, yeah. all right. So the, the people are really, really nice. Oh, yeah, fantastic. You know, um, but, you know, blue collar, mm-hmm. really pro-Bush. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a different thing too. Yeah, you There's, get that eating a lot of cheese. Yeah. I went to someone's house in, in the States where it was Thanksgiving was their biggest holiday. Yeah. And we went to this person's par- uh, family's house and he goes, okay. And the rule is we don't talk about politics. I go, really? It's like, yeah, me and my brother and my dad had physical fights because of it. <laughs> so you walk in and, and it's exactly like the movies, you know, white picket fans, uh-huh. everybody's barbecuing, there's some steak going on, some ribs, some nice beans, mm-hmm. but there's a picture of George Bush. Wow. Okay. Where the Jesus is supposed to be in Catholic homes. <laughs> and so above the bed. <laughs> yeah, right, right where the dinner table is, and you're like, "Are you serious?" And like, they really think it's more than just a president, you know. Right. So it's the people that you just don't, you know, you just don't mention it, right? Yeah. But those are the kind of states or uh, or cities that you play that you kind of have to filter certain jokes because they may not be pro mm-hmm. mar- gay marriage. They may, you know, there's, there's a lot of jokes you just can't do. I found that out in Florida, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're really touchy, you know. Yeah, they're really, really touchy in certain things, like. There's a story about Chris Rock practicing his HBO special and he wanted to practice in Florida and he just, everybody just got up and started throwing things at him. Right. You know, because it's just, he can't practice in certain places. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to almost make it really mainstream and really safe to play a lot of these places until you get a niche. And then when you got your following, they will be part of your, uh, right. your, your, your philosophy. And you can start, you can start sneaking in the stuff that you want to. Right. And then, oh, okay, now we're still with you. And, and that's it. Yeah. Playing the road has good things and bad things. And especially in the U.S., you, you pay, my 45 turns into 30 now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that doesn't translate and they don't care about. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, I also, you also, you also learn what they like to hear and you come, you get new jokes because it's a different culture altogether. Right. You know, everybody has a Mexican joke, you know, <laughs> where, where we don't have anything, you know, even if you go see a Mexican comedy show, you will not laugh. You'll just like, I don't get it. I don't right. get the reference. I don't get why this is funny until uh-huh. you live there or been there long enough. Right. But even then, like we, we have some of that in, uh, in Canada, you can go to different pockets. Right. And some people will, will be doing some very, very insular jokes for that community. You can go out east. And, you know, hit like Newfoundland. Oh, there we go. And they're just yeah. going to be, oh, Lord, my tundra. And like, I, I didn't get that at all. Why, yeah. why does he keep talking about cod? Exactly. I, you know, you know yeah. so that's our version of it. Right. So, you know, sometimes you just go down there, you have to cut out a lot of stuff, but you grow also. And then when you come back, I love to come back here because um, I get to practice and I get to enjoy the people. And, you know, I, I really do love mm-hmm. of Toronto, you know, and I come back um, every time I can. Just so, uh, you know, it just, it's a little bit more relaxed. Right. I'm born and raised here, so it's always, it'll always be my home. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a good, it's a, it's be- one of the best places in the world to practice stand up comedy. Right. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this before. It's like, there's just so many rooms that you have access to. Like, you can wake up on a Monday, write a joke, and go, shit, I'm going to go try this out at this room. Right. And two to three a night. Two to three nights, and you can, like, you know, really hone it and that sort of thing. Now, Here's a question. Like, because Toronto's so multicultural, mm-hmm. we have access to an awful lot of cultural references. And it's like when you uh, will come to McVeigh's and you'll do your show, it's like when you tear into your uh, Filipino stuff. Right. Uh, everyone's on board. Everyone gets it. And like even even the references 
that I don't get specifically, mm-hmm. they're written well enough that they're universal. Right. So like I could see that happening in that and I go, oh, okay. So like that's what that family set setting is like. That's why your dad's saying that, you know, right. you know that sort of thing. Does that fly in the States? Because I, like, like, are they able to come with you on that ride or? I would say border cities. Yeah. Or like border uh, states, you know, from. Uh, all the California, New York, um, Florida, Midwest, no. Yeah. That just, you know, Southern states, forget it. <laughs> you know, anywhere the no doubt can't play, I can't play. Right. You're yeah. all about the no doubt. I know. I'm, this Gwen Stefani thing must I, stop. I'm obsessed with her. <sighs> and I, and I got to meet her ex-boyfriend, Tony Canal. And, uh, <laughs> I, I met him through Russell and, uh, I had to ask Russell like Peters, right? Uh, he's Who's re- that now? Some dude. Okay. Uh, he's, <laughs> and so he, he Colang, that was a name drop, folks. <laughs> well, that's, I, 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 there's no other way I would have met him. Right. Exactly. Right? I can't say I met him from this dude that, uh, is popular. <laughs> I just like that you're, like, you're talking with Russell and go, Hey, uh, I, I can, I can get you Gwen Stefani's ex. You can do that. I know. <laughs> not Gwen Stefani. He's not the, that famous the, the yet. Ex, yeah. yeah. But the ex for sure so met him and uh i had to act like i wasn't starstruck over gwen or so i had to act like i didn't even know who the who no doubt was right which is hard for you because we've had this conversation where when you started into it i thought you were joking no i thought you were completely okay it's been five years and i saw you talking about it on stage and like obviously this is a bit said no that's all anchored in honesty and i was like are you kidding well my shrine's still up and running you know um (laughs) what can i say how many locks of her hair have you got i have three okay yeah i went from her babies uh god love ebay i i I, I, know i sniffed it in the parking lot (laughs) and uh running with scissors (laughs) i just yanked it (laughs) You got to know there's a picture of you in the trailer. Oh, my God. If this man ever shows up, <laughs> yeah. keep him away from my kid's head. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I met him, and I was acting like, yeah, yeah, my name is Tony from No Doubt. I'm like, what's that name about? Well, no, no what? No Doubt. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Then, meanwhile, you're, there's blood trickling down your mouth from the yeah. lip you're biting. Dude, and, and I, I know everything about him, so every conversation, I any, when I brought up any, any topic, it was always about what he liked. Right. So he's like, you love Jamaica too? I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I go to Jamaica all the time, which I don't. And he was yeah. like, oh man, that's amazing. I'm like, oh, you don't know nothing about Jamaica, buddy. And then I was talking about ska music and he was just like, you like ska music? I'm like, yeah, I yeah. invented ska music. <laughs> My God. Could you have just said to him, I wish I could have been a bug in your ear at that point to go, and by the way, you guys don't play ska music. <laughs> could you have done that? Because this is why you and I locked horns on it. Right. And we didn't really lock horns. It wasn't like you and I had a fist fight because we all know who would who would win that one. Right. Not me. <laughs> uh, but th- they don't play ska music. They're not like the special or English right. beat or anything. They, they literally stole a lot of their music and their beats right. or at least paid for them right yeah. uh, which they still do but that doesn't matter you know it's uh, you know, it, that, it was about making money I can't imagine they're writing checks to Desmond Decker no, no, and no, going no. like okay thank you for the drum beat and the syncopation <laughs> and the 2-4 that's right, uh, thank right. you for the syncopation <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah thank you very much for that so, um, the, w- are you laughing at that that was a clever reference or I got it completely wrong that was quite clever okay good alright I just want to make sure I still got that um, because like everyone was big enough like not you but like I remember like when No Doubt first broke onto the scene right, right. and they're like okay okay uh, Todd we know you love ska and i do right. uh like early jamaican stuff the you know the 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 british invasion like all that sort of the madness the, shit. the madness shit mm-hmm. and then like you know, going back to desmond decker and don drummond and like all those guys kind of uh you know prince buster and all that thing which he, he does the original red red wine i think Desmond. uh i believe you're right yeah yes he does which is amazing it's it's, fa- it's fantastic yeah. and the uh actually uh, side note, one of the first Bob Marley and the Whalers songs that they ever did was because they started out as a ska band with Simmer Down. Oh, okay. Which is, uh, actually covered by Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Right, right, right. Uh, who do a amazing cover of that but i digress so when people are like bigging up no doubt it's like, it's like you know when when someone bigs up a movie and they go oh you're gonna love it it's fantastic and it's just it, it can't respond to that hype and i first listen and, and the uh, the the first song i heard of theirs was don't speak <laughs> and i'm like this is nuts this isn't even music what is the, how is this ska and they're right. like no no there's other songs other so i went fine and like what was the song uh, what was the, the big hit Around that time, it was, as well. uh, um, uh, was spider webs. Uh, uh, it's a, uh, I'm no, not, it just it, a girl, just a girl, just yeah. a girl, right? And I'm like, and I'm listening to the drums. I'm like, maybe. 
that's possibly Scott. I, oh, but I, the very I first album in 1992 right. was um, Trapped in a Box, which had more Scott in okay. it, but because it, it didn't sell. Right. And she did, she wasn't blonde. They shifted the songs. And she, then, she, yeah. she tweaked herself, which, mm-hmm. you know, which you learn to do in Hollywood. And is painful. Not at all. I don't like a self-tweaking. <laughs> <laughs> and then it started to go to a demographics that didn't really care about ska, but right. still wanted to hear some kind of new beat. Right. Right? Because to be a ska uh, brand and make it big these uh-huh. days. And she was an attractive front person. Let's not kid ourselves. Right. She definitely, as you can attest, mm-hmm. I just can't get over how much you're still into. That's a, That'd be like, I still like Shirley Manson from Garbage. Right. But I'm not like, oh, Shirley Manson. Oh, I hear they're coming back. And like you... You have I've, stuck uh, to your guns on this. Yeah, and you know what? It has, it has nothing to do with the music anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just it's, one of those It's all bugs. her. Yeah. There's yes. nothing wrong with it. You can I, do that. I'm proud of it. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so we went to this party. Then we were getting drunk, and he was, I was buying him shooters and everything. And then all of a sudden, he started talking about their sexual stuff. Oh, my God. And I was like, this is the reason why I wanted to meet you. <laughs> You know, so he's talking You didn't about, say that to him. No, no, no. So that's in the back of your head. Yeah. So we're drunk. And then after he's like, yeah, and Gwen's body is so hard. And she's like a workout freak. And her ass is like this. And then once he started talking, he was starting, he started to talk about how he was, she was about to ride him. And then he snapped out of it and realized he was dumping information to a guy he didn't even know. <laughs> and thinking, Why is this guy drooling and sniffing my middle finger? <laughs> because i'm guessing if he's anything into her like you are he would never have washed that never that is staying with him that it goes in a baggie but yeah Yeah. it goes in a baggie cut off your arm and you put it in one of those in in, in those jars like in terminator 2 this will grow back (laughs) this has to grow back he gave me tickets so i got to watch him live uh, no doubt live on their tour and then he right. gave me backstage passes so everybody was in the backstage except her right so I was kind of upset but then she came out for like three seconds maybe maybe 10 seconds and she was like Does, has anybody seen Kingston which is her little boy <laughs> right and they're like yeah he's in the park lounge she's like oh okay so she goes back in her room and this kid is throwing chairs at cars <laughs> and nobody's doing anything right it's like well that's Gwen's kid and the nanny's just running after him and she's like right. he's like no I'm like these celebrity kids are so damn spoiled right like I would've got my ass kicked anybody yeah. would've got their ass kicked by their parents if they were throwing chairs at cars right you know? so this kid was just running around throwing rocks and mm-hmm. I was just like and right then I was like I don't respect him <laughs> I don't respect Gavin right. for, for for impregnating you, but you're, you're fine. <laughs> and then, as the kids running by, you said, "Hey, no!" Grabbed grab him the by hair. the grab him by the hair. He runs off. You've got a mitt full of it, yeah. and that's how that came to pass. A mitt full. I'm going to change this. I'm going to turn this into a bit. You mark my words. Mark my words. If I hear next time mitful, on this stage, if I hear mitt full on no, stage, sniffing the just, finger. I'm yeah. going to do this. Yes. <laughs> you will hear me laughing and clapping and going. That is it. That is totally it. So that's my Gwen Stefani problem. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the writing process here <laughs> on the TVA podcast. Uh, we got to fly. We got to uh, we got to get you out of here. You so got, we got uh, no tweet the guest. This we week? got no tweet the guest. Uh, apparently, you're not that popular on the tweet space. What's going on there? Actually, you know what happened? You totally got eclipsed by everything that was happening with TTC today. Right. Like, it was just an ocean of oh my god. Like that must have been a trending topic for like. All day. That I'm yeah. not, and, and I'm not that popular, so I'm, I'm cool with both. I'm cool with both. You know who I expected was like at least Ryan McGlunnup, right? To tweet in and yeah. say, "Ask him this," and I don't know what that would be, but it would be something personal and awkward, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least him. Yeah. At, at least him. But no, Ryan, you dropped the ball, <laughs> and we couldn't be more disappointed with you. You want back on this podcast again? You're not playing the game. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what is your Twitter uh, handle, just so uh, people know? It's just Ron Jossel. Ron Jossel, all one word. Yep. No R O N J O S O L. Your website is uh, ronjossel.net. Yes, it is. Uh, I can't believe there were that many Ron Jossels out there that you went with a dot net. I had a dot com. It, I, it, I left, I mean, right after I was supposed to pay for the next uh, payment, within a day, someone snatched it. Right. And then charged five grand for it. Oh, oh really? Bastards. So he's sitting on it. Yeah. Oh, uh, what a fella. Yeah. And I'm like, what dude, fella. you're going to be the one burned because I'm not going to get big. <laughs> 
<laughs> Actually, you know what it'll be? It's when you do get big, and then all it will be is like that guy's middle finger. <laughs> that will be be like one of those one shot, <laughs> one shot spots. That's it. Uh, well, good luck to you in uh, in Nevada. Thanks, man. Uh, keep it uh, keep it uh, clean for me before I get there. You got four months, and you can tidy up there. Oh yeah. And uh, you got anything after that? You got anything coming up? Um, right after I'm going to be in. Uh, um, hey, you're doing my show. Yeah. At the end of the month. Yeah, that's The 25th, right. 25th. The first year anniversary show. Yeah. That's and g- I am so happy you can do that. That's going to be great. It's uh, holy cow. Are we going to still have cupcakes and all that stuff here? Uh, that was for my birthday, but oh, okay. I can get cupcakes. Whatever you want. If you, yeah. if you want cupcakes, I will make that happen. <laughs> Whatever. A cake. You know, a little pad thai cake. <laughs> a little pad thai. Oh, God. Just a pad thai cake. That's <laughs> what. How much starch do you need a, in a day? Can we make like a... <laughs> A steak cake? A steak cake? That's meatloaf. Right. <laughs> That's what that is. I don't want to grind it, though. Okay. It's, you, I, you don't do that? You don't grind up? I do, but I mean, I want steak. Okay. Like just, oh, so you want like a- like A, a slab that's around like- Maybe three you know, layers with, with frosting in between. Okay. No, you don't do frosting. You know what you do? You do like a, a layer of fried mushrooms oh. and then a layer oh, of fried wow. onions. Jesus yeah. Christ, who knows? And this is also how else you do it. You do uh, the top one's rare, middle one's medium, that's bottom great. one's well done. So that everyone gets, I get the top one. And uh, we just saw through that. Oh, I'm loving. I'm Have so you noticed? No one's eaten here. That's why yeah, exactly. We're, hungry. we're going into that. The next roar you're going to hear is our fucking stomachs right now <laughs> as we want to tear into this. Uh, pleasure to have you here, sir. Thanks, man. And uh, if you're in Vegas, go and check them out. Obviously, um, I'm sure this will drop actually by the time you're back in the country, so that won't work. But uh, <laughs> but definitely, you're. Uh, we're getting this out in time for you to come down and uh, do the show. Cannot thank you enough for doing that. Thank you. Um, Ron Jossel uh, on Twitter at Ron Jossel, all one word, uh, ronjossel.net. To get a hold of us, 206-202-8065 is the phone call. Leave us uh, feedback in iTunes on the uh, TVA podca- uh, podcast page, which is housed at heyitstva.com. Leave us comments in the blog post. Thank you very much, folks. We'll talk to you next week on the TVA podcast. See ya. Woo.